Welcome, Dr. James Beckett, Sports Card Insights. This is a box battle episode. Two different products from Upper Deck, one of my sponsors, the 21-22 Hockey Series 1 regular Upper Deck featuring the Young Guns, as well as the 21-22 Opichi with the complete 600 card set in there. So again, two different products. I'm going to compare and contrast. First, let me th thank the sponsors, not just Upper Deck, but thank you, especially Upper Deck, for this episode, but also Tops and Panini. They get their opportunities as well. Heritage Auctions, Hawks and Scott Auctions, Mike Stadium Sports Cards, Burbank Sports Cards, Beckett Media, Beckett Grading, Beckett Authentication, as well as ComC.com. These are the two products I'm going to compare. First of all, the Opichi. I like the fact that it's a 600-card set in the box, and that's prominently mentioned on the box. Looking, the boxes are similar size. And one's not especially heavier or nicer than the other, very similar. The Opichi teen packs with 10 cards in them, whereas the 2122 Upper Deck Series 1, also a hobby box. They're both hobby boxes, and that's mentioned on the box. 24 packs of 8 for the Upper Deck, but that's just Series 1, 250 cards in the first series of the base anyway, the 200 regular cards, and then the 50 Young Guns. 49 plus a checklist. And you get six young guns per box. And I think they probably are very faithful to that because that's the most prominent thing mentioned on the front of the box is that it's the home of the young guns. And they, they mentioned that the young guns are the most anticipated rookie cards of the year. And they mean hockey, but I think it's probably true. And I think that that's a good thing. And it's the reason why young guns generally sell pretty well, because they are picking off these uh, rookies. They are part of the set. They're shorter printed than the first 200. So you got complete set people that want to get them all. And then you've got some player collectors. So there's some extra demand for young guns. And the investability quotient is pretty good. Let's see. As far as the Opichi, I've always heard about kids learning to read and learning math from cards if they're seven or eight or nine or ten. I think that happened when I was a kid. Think of how wonderful it'd be if you could learn a second language <laughs> by reading the backs of cards. You've got the English and then you've got the French right under it in the Opichi. So, frankly, I never did that, but then I wasn't collecting Opichi cards back when I was a kid. I was collecting ups for the most part, a little bit of Bowman. Both boxes have the same disclaimer with an asterisk warning us that they may contain some time-sensitive redemptions. That's not a big deal when it's the year of issue, but I find long-expired redemptions in the dollar boxes, and if they can tie back to a player, I'll consider it. If not, it's just cardboard that's past its time. Both of the boxes did the same thing in terms of if you pick up the box, and I don't know how many people pick up the box and spin it around and read what's on each of the side panels, but both of the boxes have a kind of cell copy on the side panels of the box. I don't remember, certainly back when I was a little kid, it, they didn't do that, but three different kinds of inserts being touted for the 21-22 Hockey Series 1. On the front, it's talking about new inserts, insert sets, clear picks, electromagnetic, honor roll, Hundo P. On the side, it's uh, look for UD game jersey cards featuring game worn jersey swatches. And on the other side is collect four UD canvas cards per box. And then there's nothing on the back of the box other than a barcode. Both of the boxes, because it's upper deck, maybe a lot of them do this, but they have holographic sticker that has a unique number. So I guess they could track the boxes. Uh, and the Opichi, same thing. On the front panel, if you pick it up, it's hobby exclusive. Collect the nine card top rookie puzzle bounty set to earn up to three achievement cards featuring a top 21 draft selection. So that may be something, again, by positioning there, they're saying that's their primary sell copy. On the side, it's collect four hobby exclusive Opichi playing cards per box. I opened my box, did see those. I like those. And then look for the Opichi Premier Tall Boys cards on the side panel. And on the back of the, both card boxes, 
have the pack odds on the back of the box. I wish it was in a lot bigger print. It maybe is slightly bigger print than the packs, but still small print. But anyway, so the boxes, you can't tell from one box to the next other than they're different products that uh, you're going to get better stuff than one or the other. I, I do think that there's more in the Upper Deck Series 1, and I think collectors have come to expect. Okay, so I opened up the box <laughs> and uh, took out the packs, and I thought, I'm just going to look at the, any difference in the packs. And both have pack odds on the back. The interesting thing to me was that she was kind of white print on a black background, and the Upper Deck Series 1 was black print on a white background, which is easier for me to read. On the other hand, if I'd have thrown away the box and opened up all the packs, and if I'd have cut them at the top, cut the wrapper off so I could slide off the cards instead of tearing, so if I cut instead of tore, I could be cutting off part of the info. So I was all of a sudden I was cutting and then I looked and oh, wait a minute, I'm cutting into the pack odds. And again, I picked that up from the back of the box, but it just shows there's different ways to open the boxes. When I open packs, when I used to rip them well, with some of the foil packs like this, I actually get damaged some corners at one time. So I try to cut them off, push them to one end, cut off the overage, and then slide it out. On the back of each box, and I think this is probably on the pack, they have the fine print of packs may contain cards from previously released Upper Deck products. And I'm thinking, well, wouldn't that be cool? Again, as a longtime collector, repacks, at least done by reputable and by the card companies, if they're putting some of their old stuff back in, absolutely no problem for me. They both all sustain with the wrappers and the pack odds. Both of those mention that the pack odds are not specifically for a particular pack. It really works out that way, but that's just their legal, which that the pack odds are for the whole production run. And frankly, that makes it hard to compute of how some of these odds shake out because you do have hobby and retail and other specialty kinds of district. But I would bet that they're making sure that they're meeting their odds. They don't want to get into trouble that way. And so they have no reason to do it. They're going to do exactly what they say or actually slightly better. Okay, so the base cards for Opichi was a 600-card set, but 500 were just regular cards, then 100 special cards that are team checklists and things like that. And the Young Guns, again, the last fifth of it are the Young Guns. So the Young Guns are short prints, one every four packs, similar design, similar numbering. So they're really intended to be part of the set, but they're the highest demand cards of the basic card. I'm also trying to evaluate this based on, I feel like I'm the oldest reviewer out there, but when I used to do this stuff when I was on the clock back with the company when we were doing price guides, this 2122 Upper Deck Series 1, that product would be much tougher, take a lot longer for myself, our analysts, to price gather for that. There's so many inserts, so many different things, a more complex set. And it, it suggests that these two products are similar, but they're probably marketed to slightly different audiences. When I'm looking at the Upper Deck Series 1, it's pretty hard for me to tell which inserts are tougher. And so I don't know if other people do like this, but sometimes I, especially if I'm looking through a dollar box, which would not be cards from this year, but as I'm looking, it's inserts that either more attractive or more garish, or that I haven't seen. And so sometimes I'll pick up stuff like that. But I think you just have to learn which inserts are tougher, because when they're not serial numbered, you just got to look them up, and you just can't look up every one. You just got to have some concept of which parallels are one per pack, which parallels are one per box, which parallels are one per case, and same thing with insert. Okay, looking at the counts for these, I thought, well, I wonder if I could just pretty easily figure out how many of these cards. Rich and I have been doing Pacific with respect to the production runs, where they went, and Pacific was pretty much doing, they do a whole bunch of hobby, but maybe an equivalent amount for retail, and that varied by product. So I started looking at the pack odds and trying to figure, I wonder how many cases or packs or cards 
that Upper Deck did for either one of these products. And a couple ways to get at it. One way, the honor roll inserts, there's 50 different ones. They're one per 12 packs and they're numbered to 250. So when you multiply 12 times 50 times 250, you get 150,000. Would that be how many packs? Again, that'd just be hobby. That, that's only a million two of cards if you buy up by eight cards per pack. Again, that's just hobby, so I'm sure it's more than that. And then another way to look at it is the, the Day with the Cup flashback SPs. There's six of them, and they're one per almost 13,000 packs. So just to get each of the six, you'd have to have six times 13,000 or 78,000 packs just to have one copy of each of those SPs. Now, I'm assuming they'd call them one of ones if there was only one, but they're the short prints of a very tough insert. So if there's two of each, then you're up to... Same number, the 150,000. And again, there are other means of distribution for some of these inserts. They come in different ratios according to what product they're in. Still, again, similar, I think, to what Pacific was doing back uh, 20 years ago when Rich and I were checking out. Moving over to the Opichi set, just to look at how many cards or packs or cases or boxes. There's 600 base cards. It's difficult when most of these LLs and inserts are not numbered. But if you pick one that is, we know there's 50, numbered to 50 neon green. And they're, they're approximately one per nine packs. I got two in the box that I got. I think when you read the, the pack odds on the wrappers, I think you can back into the fact that they're one per nine packs, along with some other things. But 600 times 50 times nine is 270. So that'd be how many packs, again, hobby those green neon green ones are. So that'd be 2.7 million cards going to hobby. Again, very similar to some of the, the production runs of the Pacific. And it makes me think that that uh, why would it be different from Pacific when P Pacific really was a collector's brand? It wasn't really an investor's brand. And so Upper Deck has higher-end products that are directed. And when collectors are looking at what's the best thing I can get out of this, the best card you're going to get from either one of these products is not as much of a grail. If you got a, a very high grade of a, one of the young guns that really hit big, that's probably why the Upper Deck Series 1 is uh, twice as expensive as the Opichi. But still, the Opichi seem to be more of a collector set. Collectors would be happily buying packs and boxes, putting their set together, and having fun with it. Both these products are not real long on autographs or memorabilia or game use or even serial numbering. It's more, this is a basic set with some parallels and some interesting inserts, both of them, and I liked them. Let's see. I don't know that it's cheating, but when they said they were going to be tall boys, which I love the tall boys for basketball, for hockey, for football, you've got the name of through. What a great legacy for these tall boy cards. They're too skinny. Basically put it to three and a half inches tall and then shrunk it to keep the same dimensions. So there may be two by three and a half or something like that. Again, it's not cheating, but that actually conforms to ComC's rules. ComC has been penalizing by increasing the submission price for oversized cards. So they're not oversized if they're the same height and narrower, but they don't look as good. To me, they're not skinny tall boy. They're just skinny regular card. Final analysis. I, like I said, I think I can get to two boxes of Opichi for the price of one, and I think that's probably where I would go. What did I get in terms of value from my box? I think I got better value from the Upper Deck Series 1, because it is twice as expensive, at least. But if I was going to keep going and complete a set, it'd be the Opichi. I'd buy two. I'd still need to buy four boxes, probably, to be close to a set. But I think I'd have fun with it. I'd have fun with both of them. So thanks, everybody. Thanks, Upper Deck especially. Enjoy collecting and packs and getting stuff coming off the line is a lot of fun. I guess the Upper Deck Series 1 would be more conducive to breaking because of the following for young guns. But the Opichi, I think, is a good collector set. I'm glad they've kept on that legacy. So thanks, everybody.